Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There are some big changes coming to schools in Quebec starting December 31st. So right at the new year, the education minister has announced in Quebec that they are going to be prohibiting cell phones in most public elementary and high school classrooms. They say this is a distraction for students. Teachers still have the option to use mobile phones for teaching purposes. I feel like that's a very important distinction there because I know teachers will say, listen, they are important. We use them as a teaching tool. Still allowed to do that. Now, Ontario has done this as well. They've implemented restrictions. They did this back in 2019. And they do allow specific uses of cell phones with teacher consent, though. But still, quite a few restrictions. Is it time for BC to consider doing something similar with that? Would love to hear from you on this topic. And where are the nuances in this discussion? Well, joining us now is education advocate Tara Houle to talk more about this. Tara, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Nice to be here, Simi. What do you think about this? Is it time for BC to consider a policy like this? It's long overdue. Um, And um, Ontario, Quebec um, have followed similar global... um, you know, trends where we're now seeing countries that are pushing and have already impa- um, put in, implemented different cell phone bans for the basic reason that it has a negative impact on learning and it's also affecting uh, students' behavior um, in that uh, it's very distracting. There's a lot of bullying going on. Screen addiction is a huge one. Um, and probably more um, damaging what we're seeing now is that we're seeing globally that um, there's a lot of international uh, studies going on where they're finding that investing heavily in even school computers and classroom technology does not improve people's performance. And also, like UNESCO is also pushing, um, last year they came out with a massive study, it's pushing for a global ban, saying that the devices distract from learning, they're bad for students' mental health and well-being, and they come with a whole host of privacy concerns for young uh, people. So, um, And also, I believe that the big push here in British Columbia is being led by teachers who have seen the um, detrimental effect um, in their classrooms when it comes to uh, cell phones, and they themselves are are pushing very heavily for that. So it's something that I believe in uh, British Columbia, um, those in charge uh, need to step up here and do right by our students as well as by our teachers and implement a province-wide ban. Is there a way, Tara, to do it with nuance that would still allow the teachers who want to have the cell phones to use them as a teaching tool to still have those there? If it depends on on what we're pushing for, if we're looking for best practices in classrooms, I believe that um, the best thing to do is not have them at all. Um, if there would like to be some impact, uh, because we already know that it is um, it's it's a, it's an inferior learning resource. Okay, it's not well uh, well um, done for understanding what the best way is to implement knowledge. Um, it, you know that comes from the teacher themselves. If teachers, you know, at certain levels, maybe in high school, would like prefer to use them as um, as a teaching tool, that should be up to the individual schools if they would like. Um, I'm not going to really get into the nuances in terms of, you know, if they should or shouldn't be doing this. Um, but I do. I just go by what the evidence suggests. The evidence suggests that it doesn't work. 
It doesn't work very effectively, so why have them? It's just more of a distraction, and it's an inferior learning resource. So if if, if they would like to do that, um, I suppose there could be ways of, of trying. However, what we're seeing with those schools um, and those areas where they've implemented these bans is that it's working very well. And I think we need to sort of model success. Yeah, I've been wondering about this because I know this news came out in the last few weeks and I thought people might have been busy with the holidays, but I know there's been some work done to look at why are our test scores declining, right? Why are right. students not as good at math? Why are they not at good, not as good at reading? What has happened over the last 10 years? And do you think phones have something to do with that? We know they do. We also have uh, what, to what you're referring to is when we have also had um, the PISA scores that came out in December, December, which is a global sort of international assessment that have been looking at uh, scores, you know, over, over the entire, you know, um, you know, globally. And definitely in British Columbia, you've seen a massive decline. And they did actually measure, you know, what happens when we, had, when we introduce, you know, uh, phones into the classroom. And they have seen that there's been a massive, uh, significant decline in students using, you know, phones in the, in the, you know, like in the classroom for their learning. And even for those that aren't using it, they're still being distracted by the actual presence of phones in the schools. So it's something that we really should be paying attention to and just sort of look at best practices when it comes to our kids. And the other thing I, I do have to mention, Simi, here, it's, it's, it's the other thing that we're seeing a lot of pushback from have been parents themselves and saying oh, yeah. that they should have access, you know, to their kids during the day. Um, they still can. It's called a school office. You know, they can contact the school if they need to, um, if they need to get a hold of their students but, or a hold of their kids. That hasn't changed. But what we've seen in the last 10 years, you know, with this upsurge of, you know, cell phone use, you know, especially amongst our kids, is that there's even more distractions, that constant ping, that constant trying to get a hold of their kids for, you know, for whatever reason it well, is. Yeah. And we have to understand that schools are a place of learning. It's not a babysitting service. So they really should be allowing <laughs> teachers and allowing their kids to learn during the day without any of those distractions. Now, Tara, I wonder, is it about acknowledging... I know that teachers, a lot of them will say this is a valuable tool. Sure, yes, I agree. However, it's about acknowledging what kids are doing with those phones outside of the classroom but still in school. Right. And I think that there's something to be said for that. And I think you also have to be looking at rates of behavior. We're seeing now a lot of teachers are reporting outrageous behavior, even at the elementary level. What's the cause of that? You know, we're seeing lots of online bullying. What's the cause of that? So why not just remove it? And it would just go back to, um, you know, what the priorities are in school, which is learning. And I think that would really aid teachers so that they don't have to be these, you know, you know, policing, you know, the cell phone use all the time. And I've actually heard from more high school teachers that are saying that they absolutely want to go further. They want to ban them outright on school property. They don't even want to really? see a cell phone on. Yeah, and that comes from teachers because they've seen the detrimental effect it has in classrooms. So, yes, it can be used as a tool. Again, as I said, the research indicates that it is an inferior learning resource but everyone now and then as a grown-up if you would like to access it sure I mean that should be your priority however when it comes to actual you know you know implementing you know you know good learning in the classroom that should really come from good quality textbooks that can come from online resources that can come from lessons from the teachers themselves and um, teachers just just they know that in, right. you know inviting that into the classroom you're just looking from for something that's just not going to go very well you talk about online resources Resources and I, so I guess it's what's about here is having the school control that online access as opposed to it just being available to everybody on at school. If it if it could be 
be for that. It should actually go further. It should come from the province. You know, back in the day, we used to have resources that were mandated by the province. And now they've now been shift, that shifted that responsibility over to the districts, um, which is causing increased pressure on those below them to kind of come up with their own. And a lot of times, this is where we run into trouble. We don't know the quality of the resource. I mean, they should be properly implemented based on a lot of evidence behind them to show that they actually work. You know, we don't, we don't do this with medicine. We don't just say, oh, this looks kind of fun and it looks kind of popular. Let's give it to our kids. And we shouldn't be doing it in the classroom. A lot of very popular online resources may not be effective. So why are we using it? So we just, we just have to kind of take a breath and pause and just say, what does it say in terms of having an impact on our children's learning? And there's nothing that indicates right. that in, in, introducing cell phones in the school is a positive impact because we've seen the, um, the absolute opposite happen. I do feel, Tara, like the way to get this done is to get the parents on board most of all, isn't it? I think you can, but they will. But what has to happen, it has to come from the province stepping up and saying, right, we're going to, and because they will once they start to see that, the behavior is improving, that maybe their kids aren't as, as anxious, maybe to see that their kids aren't distracted, all right? So, um, and I think that this is one battle which absolutely has to be handled from the ministry to say, right, we're going to implement, you know, you know, a ban. And we also have to look at those nations which are really high-performing in terms of academic uh, reasons, and they don't even have cell phones in their, on their school grounds. So why can't we just, you know, mirror success and say, okay, you know, why don't we just do something that might be better for our students? And I think once you start to see some of those results, the, the buy-in will be there for sure from the parents. But, I mean, in terms of just waiting for everybody to get on board, it, our kids can't wait. I mean, we've already seen massive, you know, issues, you know, in our classroom based on the lockdowns for the last couple of years. Like, kids are spiraling down. We need to do something to support them as well as our teachers. All right. Well, Tara, thanks so much for the discussion today. You're welcome. Thanks Appreciate for having that. me.